now the Bengals on top. And to a lot, they in the underdog slot. But the fact is, they're the champs of the AFC North. A playoff berth is what they got. Ain't had a shot since it was 2015. Time to play like they've been here before. Hey, how you guys doing? It's Tradition Brothers. Kind of welcome to the Who Day Over 40 podcast for long time, long suffering. Cincinnati Bengals fans, I, I, the suffering might have ended a little bit the other day. Who Day, everybody. Uh, we're going to talk about the Tennessee Titans and a lot of news and notes leading up to the game on the line tonight. I have uh, two, two yards in a cloud of dust. It's Big House. What's happening? Hello, all you happy people. Man, oh man. How have you been enjoying uh this week uh basking in the glow of 31 years of futility just being erased how has since saturday 8 30 been i i have slept like a baby <laughs> i i mean it, there's i know i mean I, I watched the other games and i was like we're still in this shit right and these other teams Albeit outside of Kansas City and, and Buffalo, are kind of. I mean, yeah, though they played really good, mm. but you know, you know, hey, it could all they'll they're gonna take each other out. So we only got to right. play maybe only play one of them, maybe. Yeah. Well, I think probably for me, you know, kind of enjoying the win and wanting to go and listen to sports talk or watch PTI or. Any of that was been it was kind of muted about the Bengals winning on two fronts. One, if they did talk about it, they talked about the controversial call and the whistle. Right. And you know, and you know, I love I Mike Wilbon. No well, I love Mike Wilbon, but he's wrong on this. It's like, oh, you know, I don't know, maybe the Bengals don't win. That get you know, that gave him the game. He didn't want to give him any credit at all. So that's really difficult, you know, because I do like Mike Wilbon so much. But the on the other side. Nothing really mattered after the Cowboys shit the bed. Like, in terms of NFL whatever's, them blowing that game and the way that they did it, that dominated all sports talk and any talk of the Bengals winning that game really went to the back burner. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that, that the Cowboys and Dak Prescott doing his Andy Dalton impersonation. That sure was. Mm. Yeah, but the Cal Murray, he also put in a, a good showing for yeah, that. Well, well, yeah, we, we'll leave those folks out of that and let those people podcast about that. Uh, but also, I noticed a lot of the haters are kind of quiet. You know, a lot of the, hey, they're going to win six games. The You should have drafted Penny Sewell. Um, you know, was that Mike Tannenbaum? What did he say that the, the Bengals shouldn't even be allowed in the league if they pass on Sue Uh, Bengals is probably a six win team with Penny Sue and not Jamar Chase. Probably. probably. Would you say? Yeah, I would say five, you know, five, six, maybe seven wins. Maybe. maybe. And we might have been happy about that. Maybe right, in 2022, yeah. we're going to be the shit. Yeah, we're but we'd also. Yeah, but we would be with a new coach too. So, uh, <laughs> about well, that. and yeah. Yeah. we'll talk about that too. No, no doubt. Yeah, but uh, yeah, just so much talk about the, the call and the controversy around that, which again, to me, wasn't a controversy. The ball was out of his hands after, you know, the whistle blew. Now, it didn't get to, um, it didn't get to the receiver before it blew. So I, I'll take that as the rule as itself, but, 
And those dudes shouldn't have given up completely on the play there. So touchdown Bengals. I don't really care. We're moving on division championship. All right. Uh, here we go. So let's get into news and notes from the week. Uh, that game was rough on the Bengals, especially on the defensive line. So a lot of the news coming out of that injury news, uh, defensive tackle Larry Ogunjobi out for the season. Even if they make the Super Bowl, he ain't going to be there uh, with a bad, severely something with his ankle. Uh, he ain't going to be there. He was at practice today in uniform, but on one of them little scooter things, uh, you know, to go out to support the team. Why, why do you put on a uniform, you? Hey, man, you got to be a part of the team. Shoot, why do man- baseball managers wear uniforms? They ain't got shit to do with the game. So, But if your ass is on a damn scooter, you ain't part of the game either. Well, I don't know. He wanted to be out there to support the team. He signed a one-year prove-it deal from Cleveland. Right. Uh, he got seven sacks. and you know, He had a big old scooping almost score during the playoff game. He's a big, uh, big portion of this. He should probably be brought back. Uh, if they can, I guess, I mean, uh, the severity of the injury or whatever, but uh, he was definitely a, a great part of that defensive line rotation. So, mm-hmm. all right. So he was, uh, he's done for the season. Also at practice today, every other defensive lineman, even though uh, the ones you're concerned about participated in limited fashion, Trey Hankerson working through uh, concussion protocol. He was back. Josh mm-hmm. Tupu was also back working back from his knee injury. Rennell Wren, who missed the game last week, working back from his knee ankle concerns. All of them were there working in limited fashion. So it looks like probably they'll have, you know, the full rotation outside of Ogan Joby. And they did sign a dude, which we'll get to momentarily. But uh, with Chris, um, oh, what guy, what's that running back's name? Sorry, with Derrick Henry coming to town. You definitely right. want to uh, have, you know, all your defensive linemen up and ready, Hodge. Yes, you definitely need every defensive lineman that we have. I mean, yes, we need all of them against Derrick. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry at 80% or whatever, they're going to feed you the ball. Right. Uh, news and note from the Titans. He just got brought back to being able to practice physically you know, where he could actually be tackled today, but he was listed as limited as well. Right. Uh, the, the determination on if he's going to play is going to be later in the week. Obviously, if he does play, he's not going to be 100%. He ain't getting it 30 times. But, right. you know, he's obviously going to be there too. And we'll talk about right. the offense for the Titans here momentarily. All right. Okay. Mm. So, yeah. So, yeah, so it looks like everybody be there. Stanley Wilson also, uh, who missed the game last week, special teams ace, uh didn't play uh, the playoff game, but he was back at practice limited as well. So he looks like he could go. Like I said, the Bengals did sign a dude, Doug Costin from the U. Mm. Miami University, that is, not the University of Miami. Uh, he was on Jacksonville's squad there for a little bit of time. Don't know anything about him. He was wearing number 67, I think, at practice. And everybody was like, what's Nate Living's doing out there? So, um, yeah. Nothing, you know, so yeah, so we get signed to the practice squad. We'll see what happens from there. But yeah, so that led to another controversy that happened during the week. You can uh, blame Jesse Bates for this. After the game, he said he texted Geno Atkins and was oh. like, hey, uh, big fella, you know, you want to suit up for the game, you know, since we were having some uh, problems on the defensive line, which sent Bengal Twitter into a, a, a frenzy, thinking that Geno was going to come back. And play for the Bengals or whatever. Uh, where did you fall in this whole uh, bring back Geno's thing? I uh, I've been 
I've been tooting that horn hell before anything, I think. Well, mm. I would love for him to come back. There ain't no way in he hell. He hasn't played back. all season. I think he had right. a tryout with Seattle maybe like week, somewhere between week six and ten, and they didn't sign him. And they can, and they can choose anybody. Right. So, I mean, I think, you know, he's either enjoying retirement or he just has no interest in playing football again, which makes him retired. So this idea that he was about to come back and, you know, be the savior and come in and get 15 snaps in the Willis Reed style, that's just that's fan casting, essentially. And not to mention uh, this team cut me and I and cut me for 10 million dollars. That right. I wouldn't. I ain't coming back for five to play for twenty one thousand dollars in a damn division game. The ultimate Marvin dude, you know, along with some other people that they ran out, you know, who just came, played, and left. You know, the Bengals are culture wise is a lot more like, hey, you know, you need to be either in or out, and you know, you know, preferably like being out. You know, I just want to come in, I want to play, I want to leave, I don't need to be friends with the people I work with. So I, I don't That's think that was ever going to be a fit. Yeah, I don't think that was ever going to be a fit, though. That's just not what they're about. Um, but yeah, another move today. The Bengals cut Xavier Ciafilo today. Uh, they had brought him in that first year. Zach Taylor took over as a guard from um, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they had had some familiarity with him. Um, and he came we in the first year, got hurt. Oh, I think he was making $10 million a year. Oh, he came in the well, maybe he was making $10 million total on his contract. I can't remember. But he came in the first year, promptly got hurt, had a starting position when they came back in uh, the next year, and got hurt again. And he's been out most of this season with an ankle or something to that effect, too. Um, I mean, just a complete jag. Completely. He was the starting right guard? He was the starting right guard at the beginning of last season and the beginning of this season. But he is uh, the ultimate jag, just another guy. They brought him off the injury reserve and then wind up cutting him today. So, I mean, just he is what he was. It's time to move on. And I don't think that anybody's going to be all that upset with Xavier Ciafilo not playing anymore for the Bengals. He he is the offensive lineman's Trey Waynes at this point. Just never there, not reliable and making too much money for that. All right. So moving on from there. Also, after enjoying all these things about the Bengals wins, lots of uh, you're not a social media person, but lots of tweets and all that going back and forth from former Bengals congratulating them. Carlos Dunlap being one of those people we talked about from before. AJ Green text all, all the dudes. And probably the one that's the craziest is Jeremy Hill, you know, tweeting like how he was so excited for the Bengals and winning especially Joe Burrow, but obviously he's an LSU dude, so there was that part of it. Mm-hmm. But that was kind of surprising, uh, especially, you know, seeing how he, you know, he kind of talked a lot of shit after he left. He did. And, you know, so that didn't adhere him to him, especially after the fumble. Right. I mean, he talked a lot of shit, and I think all his contributions to the Patriots when they won was he blocked a punt. Oh, he did? I didn't yeah, even know. He blocked a punt that I remember in, in, during the regular season. But that's all he, that's all he did for them. He might have carried mm-hmm. the ball about 12 times or 30-something yards. But what I got, a, uh, I got a, a, a different Jeremy Hill take than a lot of people. Obviously, the fumble is the fumble. But I blame Marvin for really all of it. Um, 
because when he came in, you know, he was a rookie. He was young. He was brash. He was, you know, completely LSU kind of New Orleans dude. He liked to dance in the end zone and do his things or whatever. And Bar- right. Marvin just put the thumb on it. No, you can't do it. You can't do it. Have no personality, you know, to turn him into a robot. And once he turned into a robot, he became a shittier player. And once he became a shittier player, the fumbles came out and then that was the end of it. Like it, he, he became so average from what he, what we thought he was or what he was initially mm-hmm. to once Marvin put the clamps on him, it was done. And he was so worried about not getting up that he couldn't be the football player. And that's on Marvin, just squashing personality. Yeah, that's not a hateful thing. And he got the league now too, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. You know, a couple of knee injuries that'll pretty much do it. But what do you think about the former Bengals? You know, hey, y'all earned it. The city of Cincinnati. I mean, Carlos Dunlap we couldn't have been even it more effusive in his praise and celebration for the city of Cincinnati and the team. I, I mean, I, th- them dudes felt it. I mean. Yeah, I mean, you go out there, you bust your ass from – I mean, about you bust your ass all year to stay in the league these days. But to bust your ass and to put up with all the shit, to win the division a couple times and to fucking lose and to lose the way they were losing and everybody, all your friends you went to or whatever, your teammates from different colleges and universities mm-hmm. you went to, they're winning games, winning championships. And you and you being stuck as a Bengal, you ain't won shit, and you got and that shit just kept stacking up like flapjacks. Well, I mean, that's what we say all the time is that oh, this team ain't those teams. But again, those dudes, I think, had their own stuff to carry. You know, the ones that have been on the five straight playoff teams that couldn't win, they were trying to break their own individual streak on top of the other streak. So, like, I don't think that that's a, I don't think that's a terrible thing. You know, like, I don't think that that's unusual that they were, try- you know, pressured themselves. But again, a, a lot of this I blame on Marvin, too. He's just too tight. He just couldn't relax enough to allow the team to I, play I, loose I wanna, to win. I don't want to say I, just, it was, I mean, if I had to, I put it, I mean, uh, the curse of Bo, let's give it 10%. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Okay, so the next one would be, let's give uh, Mr. Lewis – Sixty percent, yeah. And let's yeah. give that our redheaded buddy a good thirty percent. He might be worth more than that, right? Right. And now that you said that, it's a good transition into the current quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow. Um, he definitely downplayed the win on the field after the game. He was like, you know, this is not the icing on the cake. This is the cake. Um, and then today he doubled down on that, like at tripled down, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I'm going to read you the quote because it's so out there. It says, I think the fans were very excited, but I tried to downplay it all. And that's because this is how it's going to be from here on out. Uh, it was great win for us, but this is the standard. This is the bare minimum going forward. The bare minimum. So he's like, oh, yeah, this is like, oh, okay. Winning a playoff game. That's the bare minimum. We're trying to win championships. And again, I think we move past why not us before we get into this game preview to, you know what? There's nobody in these playoffs that they can't beat. They already beat the Chiefs. So if the Chiefs wind up in a championship game, they already beat them. You know, like, that's not like, oh my God, they can't beat them. They've already beat them. 
So there, there's only one. There's two things that I'm that they can't be. Um. Well, in the AFC anyway. Um. If you're gonna be a passing team, and we gotta go to Buffalo. I don't know about old man winner. Old man winner gonna kick ass. Buffalo throw it around a yard too. Buff Buffalo right and Buffalo loses too. Buffalo, um, Buffalo they, one of the hottest teams in playoffs right now, sir. They are one of the hottest teams. <laughs> the only in playoffs. one hottest. They, the only one that might be they, a little hotter got, is the Bengals. And they got some. They got some head scratchers on me. Losing to the Patriots. One um, and they only and they only threw the ball three times as a head scratch. Yeah, well, now that was a out well, ridiculously weather game. That that's right. I don't know. That, I don't got, know if I count that they, one. They lose to the Steelers too. Uh, Tennessee did, but we're getting to that record here in momentary. I'm only talking about Buffalo till we have to talk about Buffalo or the Chiefs. Let's kind of stick on the Bengals here. Um, you brought, but, but what do you think about that statement? Could you imagine any of that? I mean. Carson obviously had all the physical skills and I, I, where is the, where's the missing intangible? We all knew Andy Dalton was limited and the only way he was going to win is if everything was perfect and everything was perfect in 2013 or, uh, you know, which year he got hurt 15, you know, everything was perfect those years until he broke his thumb. So that's the only way he was going to win. Carson in theory, had all the intangibles that he should have been able to lift a a lesser team as the quarterback, but he was missing whatever this is, like it, whatever the it is. What was Carson missing that Carson Joe Burrow has? He doesn't have any of the Burrow doesn't have any of the physical attributes that Palmer has. None. Carson Carson came up when there was that that purple team. Had three all pros on it, Hall of Famer. That helps him, or right? That did not help our our quarterback. But yes, but that's Joe only Burrow two ain't games. Got to worry about that right now. But the that's Pittsburgh, only two. Pittsburgh is putting in. They had three Hall of Famers too. About to go in. That didn't help either. Okay, so let's say that you lose both of them games to them all year. There's still twelve other games, right? Carson Palmer's record in the, with the Bengals is was what uh, just a few games over five hundred, if that. Maybe wasn't it under, or it was close. It's probably under because of the la- that last year, which was terrible. But and then the other year, he hurt his elbow, which he didn't play that many games, so he doesn't take all the L's. But like there was something missing with him. Like I think he just didn't. I, I, you know, I've heard people well, say that he was a leader wide, or whatever, but he didn't. The wide ins- receiver. The wide receiver just ran whatever path he felt like running. Yeah, but the other wide receiver was pretty damn good too. Mm. Yeah, like, yeah. He, there was so plenty the of talent back, on the. That was plenty the, of talent on those teams. There was plenty of talent, a whole lot of talent. So why doesn't the quarterback lift that group? He wasn't in charge of it. I, I think Joe Burrow's in charge of this team on the offense, maybe the whole thing. Whereas. Mm. He, right, I think uh, Palmer was that that crazy number eighty five was running the, that shit there for a while. Mm. What do you think about this? And I feel this way about a lot of things. And I'm going to drag Gino for this too. What do you? How do you feel about? Oh, well, my best player he leads by example, but he's not like 
that rah rah kind of person. Like I don't buy that shit. Like I, you, your best player can't lead by example. You can drag Gino into that because he never talked. You could drag AJ into that too. Yeah, because that. he's your best player, but he's mm-hmm. not that dude that's like, look, we need to get this done and whatever. That's definitely the opposite of what Joe Burrow is. I'm the best player. I'm going to tell you I'm the best player and I'm going to drag you and change the whole out, the whole mindset of the entire organization. Huh. I mean, I, I kind of like the, I, I would rather show you than talk to you about being the best player. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm down with that. Mm. I don't think your best player can be that quiet dude. I'm trying. It just goes Tom, in and puts Tom in. Brady, the, the Tom Brady is Tom Brady a talker? I mean, up until yes. now, he he talks a lot of shit now, but he, he didn't talk a shit. lot of shit when when they was coming up. I don't remember he him talking about into, stuff. Man, he's in people's faces all the time now, then, and whenever. Like that's I, it. I mean, he, he I'm talk, down here. He, he talks on the field. He talks yeah. shit on the field. But, but I don't remember the, him just being. He never. I don't think he just came out and said, "Oh, I'm the fucking best. I will be the fucking goat." I'll be this best thing. No, I'm not talking about that. Joe Montana didn't talk a lot of shit. I'm not talking about that kind of leader. Like, I'm just talking shit. I'm talking about I'm the leader of this team. This is my team. This is my locker room. This is my everything. That wasn't Carson Palmer. That's definitely not Andy Dalton. And right. But be honest with you, Gino or Gino or AJ should have been that dude. And to describe what Andy or Marvin Lewis said about a couple of them, because why he liked those Georgia kids, they wouldn't say anything with a mouth with a mouthful of sand. Right. They just do what they're supposed to do. Well, that makes sense. But your best players, they got to be able to say something, man. I I don't I don't like that. I I mean. I'll just go out there, do your job, do it very well, and I don't need to – I would rather you say your damn thing. I'd rather you be holding up the trophy and then, then talking shit. When I, them mean, freaking... I, we, I mean, Terrell Owens, he talked a lot of shit. He was a damn good player too. Yeah, um, but hey, <laughs> this is a couple of different things where Terrell Owens was completely all about himself and didn't care about the team. That Those right. are – those are, a completely different things here. Right. So, but so, like, but T- TJ didn't talk a lot of shit. Who? He was good. Who? Um, who else was I mean, there was I'm not, you, you're I, getting I, I confused. Was, I, quarter, I'm not talking like, about talking I'm go shit. Back to Joe Montana. Joe Montana didn't say nothing. Mm-hmm. And and he just kept putting up the damn trophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. But is he the outlier? I, I just, when you I, look at like, but when you look at the people who have won, those aren't like, oh, small personality dudes. And like when the shit is going down, you know what I'm saying? Like when the shit's going down, you need to be able to look to that person that's going to rally the troops. Right. And Gino would be like, shoulder shrug. AJ, shoulder yeah. shrug. Well, you can't right. have your best players shoulder shrugging this shit. Like, you know, like how does, how does Gino not grab Pac-Man by the yoke? And that freaking 2015 game be like, look, this ain't happening. Get your out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to have that dude. And it's, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Pac-Man like was the alpha in that group. Yeah. And, and he, that he was could crazy. be a problem too. But right, yeah, right, but he wasn't their best right. player. Right. <laughs> he, right. He wasn't the best player. 
He was the craziest player. Yeah, so that doesn't help them, and you see what happened. All right. right. Let's get into this playoff preview. 4.30 Saturday again, heart attacks at 8.30 for everybody. Um, 4.30 Nashville. Any thoughts of going to this? How many I hours have, is that from the A? Like four? Three, three and a half. Okay. Have you ever three, been to Nashville? Three and a half to Nashville. I am. I have you ever been to Nashville? Several times. Oh, okay. I've never been. I, you know, always been talking about going from here, but, uh, never happened. Uh, yeah. when we lived there, but, um, yeah, no thoughts on going for this one. Uh, tried to go to Cincinnati, but your nephew wasn't wanting to do it. All right. So Titans number one seed, 12 and five. And kind of like the Bengals, they got some weird losses, some really good wins, but really weird losses on the schedule and life or death with a lot of teams. So like, I'm going to look, look at their final nine games. Okay. And this will be after, um, West McCall hurt his foot, but we'll get into that. Okay. So Rams on the road with a dub, like no one even close. And then Rams are schizophrenic. Makes sense. Life or death against New Orleans, what they win. Lose to Houston, you know, um, at home, no less. At home, they lost to Houston. Right. Um, what is this? The Patriots got blown out by the Patriots. Right. Completely blown out. Beat but Jacksonville. Not, not Tom Brady. Yeah. Beat Jacksonville. Lose to the Steelers at right. Pittsburgh, but lose, like, what, 16-18 right. or 16-19, something crazy like that. Beat the 49ers, 20-17. Okay. Beat Miami, who was, you know, in the – Lift of their stink there. Um, life or death against the Texas, the, the Texans to finish the season. Like almost lost that game at the end. Like it just, oh, just such a weird season. Blow out Arizona first game of the season or blown out by Arizona by the first game of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but blow out the Chiefs and the Bills. <laughs> so like I don't, you know, it's hard to figure. So my thought is, is that because they're so run dominant, they're just going to play close games. That's why they're not very good. They lose to the Jets the same way the Bengals did in New York. So is it just because they're so run dominant? And if it's not, you know, if somebody can stop that and they have to depend on their quarterback, they struggle? What do you think is why they have such weird losses? The quarterback. You think? Yeah. Their quarterback is as average as grit, mm-hmm. as the term goes. Brian Tannehill. If David Carr is not going to Canton no time soon, Tannehill ain't going either. And he ain't close. Right. That, these are not stats to impress. Well, actually, last year, he was really good, but mm-hmm. this year, P.U. They make the AFC Championship game last year. Is that right? No, um, no they did not. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It was Bills. It was Bills and okay, and the Chiefs. And the Chiefs. Okay. I, 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 I mean, yeah, he's obviously average. You know, there was all this debate all going on because much like. Not he comparing him into good as Carson Palmer, but much like Carson Palmer, he's somebody that had all the tools and even of the modern quarterback because he could run. And then he just wasn't good, like at all. He had all this physical tools, could throw the ball, he could run, he could do these things, but he just didn't produce. You know, I was here in the South Florida area while he was here near the end there. And, you know, I mean, he was hurt. 
So he missed a couple of seasons there. So that didn't help. You know, and people just soured on him because, you know, again, the, the, the Dolphins been searching for Marino for what is this, 25 years now? <laughs> so, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. You know, it's just ridiculous at this point that, you know, they haven't found like a long, stable quarterback and still don't have one. Um, you know, since Marino retired. So there's always that, the, you know, the shadow of a legend there, but he just didn't play well. And so now he goes to a team where he doesn't have to play well all the time. You know, he hands the ball off, make a couple of throws on some play actions. They bring in Julio Jones, who's definitely shot, who's missed a bunch of games already this oh, year. He, was it? Yeah, he, he's only got what, 45? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's missed a few games and, you know, a couple of wide receivers, but defensively they're better than they were last year. Now, if you recall, the Bengals beat them last year in Cincinnati in front of, you know, hardly no people. That that game was in Cincinnati? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that game was in Cincinnati last year. Uh, what was that? I can't remember what the final of that score was, but it was. It was, it was a couple touchdowns that part. Yeah, it wasn't all together that uh, close, you know, at least on the scoreboard. I think it was a little bit closer than that in terms of the, the actual game. But the Bengals win. Uh, Chris Henry, or Chris Henry. Wow. Derrick Henry. I think he rushed for a, a, over 100 yards. I think he had like 18 carries for 100 and something yards. So it wasn't that. But, you know, they shut it down for the most part. And, you know, play good defense on everybody else. And, you know, we're able to come out of that game. And that's with a compromised offense, to say the least. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Joe Burrow was there. One of his, you know, early starts is really a couple of weeks before he gets hurt, you know, and the Bengals win that game. And, you know, I don't know. Can you extrapolate anything from that game last year to now? It seems like they're a completely different team. Yeah. No, that every the stakes are way higher. The yeah. but you know it's on the road as well. Can be completely different there, right? But I'm gonna say this with the Bengals defensive line, which it looks like it probably be a little bit closer uh, to normal Man. than what it what we thought it was gonna be at the end of Saturday night. I think the Bengals' best defense. Is their offense at this point? You know what I mean? Like, I think their best defense is to go out and score a touchdown and make Tennessee have to drive the ball to score touchdowns. Because no matter what you think of, you know, Derrick Henry or whoever's running the ball, you know, them long, them drives take forever when you can't really stretch the field throwing it. And if you can't do that, it takes time off the clock. And if you get down there and you only get threes instead of sevens, it becomes very difficult for you to win against a team who, you know, under a good set of circumstances could put up a whole bunch of points. So what do you think about that? Like, hey, man, you know what? Our defense is compromised. Let's go out and let Joe Burrow cook. Yeah, just – yeah, just – if you – yeah, you can beat Tennessee a couple of ways. But, yes, if you can pass the ball, if you can make it a shootout where only you're the one shooting, then, uh, yeah, that would be great. They cannot. They don't have the offense or the whatever to get into the mid to upper thirty. Yeah, I mean, if you're in a situation where you can put up thirty points, it's going to be very difficult for the Titans to keep up in that regard. You know, and again, and, and their coach, we Ohio State finally won it, man. Mm. But but yeah, he he is not Bill Belichick. 
Yeah, but I mean, they've been, he's done well while he's been there. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, so I don't think that's it. I just, I just kind of wonder what. But the team is, uh, the team is very up and down by the yeah. schedule we just saw. And, and there, this team was, has been pretty good for two or three years, but they haven't mm. got to the promised land. Right. Well, again, the, the, the offense is limited with their quarterback. So that's right. always going to be an issue. But, right. you know, again, this is one of those situations. Everything's got to go work out perfect for them. And I think the Bengals can figure out a way because they can win the game in so many different ways. You know, if they get in there and they get down, am I really going to be all that upset if the Bengals are running four wide? No, because he's going to figure it out, like, eventually. You know, if he, the hot streak that Burrow's on, you know, unless they turn it over, he's going to be able to, you know, kind of figure out the defense uh, there. And they're going to score points, you know. You know, maybe not as many as they should have because that Raiders game should have been a blowout with all those red zone opportunities. But, you know, they got to be able to punch it in to, you know, kind of get past the Titans. So, yeah, I'm, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's house money and we can win, Jesse. We can win. What so, scares you the most about the Titans? Just Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry is the scariest thing they got going. That's, mm. yeah, that's who I worry about. Um, their defense is okay, but they, and we and we beat these blankety blanks a year ago with a way inferior team. Way inferior. And again, it seems like the Titans might have like that play down to the competition thing going on. I think they do um, have it. Yeah. And so the Bengals ain't gonna sneak up on them. You know, they want it's the playoffs, they want a playoff game. The Jamar Chase ain't sneaking up on nobody at this point. Everybody knows where he is. He's going to get the lion's share of attention um, from a lot of people. And Joe Burrow ain't sneaking up on nobody either. Their issue is, you know, do we have enough to stop it, slow it down, something? Because they're, you know, they're going to probably get theirs at some point. They, right. They're going to, I mean, if they, the, you take the ball out of Tannehill's hand, if, if Derrick Henry's got something to give, I mean, they're going to try to get everything out of him. What gives you hope if they're scared of, you know, Derrick Henry? What gives you hope that the Bengals can win? Open up at a three-point dog, by the way. Right. The, the hope is that, I mean, this team, if all the conditions, this team can beat anybody. That's by beating the Chiefs, everybody in the AFC is, is fair game. The Chiefs mm-hmm. are the best team. But, well, yeah, yeah I'll go with that. They're the best team in the AFC. Um, their defense kind of super sucks. But, yeah, they are the best team. If I was going to put – I got Kansas City in the Super Bowl if, I, if I'm mm-hmm. putting money down. Okay. I, I, I don't know, man. I, again, it could have been because New England is compromised and also has a freaking uh, limited quarterback as well. Um, you know, or it could have been one of those. I mean, they just, you know, that over familiarity with, um, like a division foe, you know, they just know everything that's going to happen. There's no surprises. Like, I think that we would have saw some score like that if somehow the Bengals would have wound up playing Pittsburgh in that playoff game. They just know everything that they're going to do. And, you know, they're obviously limited offensively with, you know, with Roethlisberger now. And obviously, uh, the Patriots quarterback is super limited in what he could actually do. So, um, yeah, so I, I don't know if Buffalo is just is that good or that was just a perfect pro- playoff opponent for them. The, St- right. the Steelers this year beat the Titans and Buffalo. 
Right. Yeah. So, and it, it's yeah. It's, you can't figure this shit out. You just can't. All right. So what about this? I, I brought this up or I thought this uh, when I was talking with the goat killer the other day. What if this game turns into the revenge of Randy Bullock? <laughs> Randy Bullock, kicker for the Titans now, Man, former Bengals kicker, probably most his moniker here, Fat Randy, um, because of his, you know, not being in the greatest of shapes. And his lasting memory is pulling up on his calf after missing barely an extra point. Uh, which would have sent the Joe Burrow's first game against the Chargers. His first game of his career would have sent it into overtime where he misses like a 30-some-odd-yard field goal. Right. I mean, just an absolute chip shot, and he misses. Right. So this year, he's 26 for 31 on field goals. Like, oh, that's not bad. He's perfect between 30 and 39 yards. Right. But between 40 and 49 yards, he's 8 for 13. Right. Yeah. So and he's so, not a weapon. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, well, it's a weapon, but it, yeah. It's so if it gets, shooting, shooting up. right, if it gets near the end of the game, man, it's a 47 Ooh. yard field goal for the dub. I like my chances with Fat Randy. Oh, well, most definitely. I like yeah. my chances with anybody, but yeah, Fat uh, Randy, I, especially. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he'll, he may give us up one for, uh, certain here. He is one on one for 50 yards though. Uh, one for one. But I mean, which is kind of weird, you know, they, but obviously they're like, no, this is your range. Like we're pretty much anything outside of like 40 yards. Like, yeah, we gotta, you know, go for it and put a pin on the town and distance and 42 for 45 on his extra point. So he's missed a couple of chip, you know, those two, which aren't chip shots anymore. So they're not, yeah. they're not. Why don't you pull the weather forecast for Nashville for Saturday at 4.30 as we start to wrap up. Yeah. We can see what is happening in Nashville at that time. It is starting to, it is going to be seasonably warm here or unseasonably warm in the southern states. I guess you could call Tennessee sort of a southern state, but not really, especially not in the winter time. So I'd be surprised if game day temperatures are anything over 50 degrees. That'd be my guess. But it's not an advantage for either team because both of them play in the cold. So, but you know, do we have squally conditions? Is it raining? Is it going to be a snowy field? What's going on in Nashville on Saturday? Oh, a cold day, but sunny. Okay. Yeah, cold. Yeah, very cold. All right. 39 degrees. Very nice. Football at, weather. At 430, it'll be, uh, yeah, that'll be the high. Yeah, about 35. Yeah. yeah. About yeah. Blow freezing. So, I mean, the yeah, Bengals. Right, and 1% chance of rain at 1 o'clock. Yeah. I think the Bengals true. are used to it. That's not going to be an issue. That's not an issue for Tennessee, too. Tennessee right. will come in with the, oh, well, we haven't played in essentially two-week situation. Do you come out a little bit rusty? I think the Bengals had a little bit of that. Um, but also from watching the game again, I think they got butt tight in the second half. You know, they did not want to uh, try anything or push it. And that was, you know, probably would made the game a lot closer than it needed to be. But, um, okay. All right, man. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Am I going to bail again? Is my blood pressure going to get to the point where I have to tap out so I don't die cheering for this team? I'm hoping not. I hope it's – I'm I'm with you on the house money thing here. I don't think – 
I definitely don't think the quarterback thinks that way. But, I, you know, I think as fans, it's like, well, you know what? I mean, you did better than we thought you were going to do. Go in and play loose, open them shoulders and play. But yeah, what do you think? Uh, yes. Our quarterback is better than their quarterback. Yeah. Um, and this is a quarterback league. So right. that's – I can ride with that all day. My last bit or my last question is, what do you think about, you know, everybody's, oh, the league is fixed, the league office, you know, they're making phone calls or whatever. What about the idea that definitely the NFL office does not want Tennessee in the Super Bowl for sure, but they probably don't want them, you know, to get them out as soon as possible, whether it's in this round or the championship game, they definitely don't want Tennessee in the Super Bowl. You know, does that wind up, you know, if you believe in those types of things, favoring the Bengals on Saturday. Um. This okay. Of all of the four remaining AFC teams, who has the the crappiest story? Probably Tennessee. Crappiest story. As far who as far as selling it to the people, you know what what story are you going to tell with Tennessee? Ryan the, Tannehill, a journeyman quarterback. Um, uh, the you know, league ain't about stories, though. They're about but, stars. Well, so but the only the, star they have the is Derrick Henry. Wall Street, or Wall Street and the and the advertisers and whatnot. They about stories. They about stars. They don't care about that. They care about they, stars. They care, they care about not you and me watching because we gonna watch. They want they want sisters and all them folks that don't watch to to give a rat's ass. So they're like, oh, my God, Ryan Tannehill, that's a story. What story does he have? He don't have a story, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So they don't want them there. They right. want, uh, yeah, they want sizzle uh, and steak, which right. would be Burrow versus Mahomes. That's what they want. That's sizzle, that's sizzle and steak. Or even Burrow versus um, Josh Allen at this point. That's sizzle and steak. They don't want Tennessee. Well, I mean, Buffalo's a good story because them people are crazy. They also have a history of losing in big games as well, so they, they can do, play on that do. thing. But they, 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 can, stars. they can bring they can bring that shit up, and they will just like they, they brought but up they all got our stars. Shit. But they got stars. They got a, a whatever quarterback that we might disagree or whatever, but he's got a, obviously a huge winning record. He's a star. Josh Their quarterback Josh is, is, a star. is Their quarterback is a star in the Josh. league's eyes. Their wide no, receiver no, is a star. No, nobody outside of us know who Josh Allen is. That's nah, that's Cap. So they don't know Josh Allen, but they know Ryan Tannehill. No, I'm saying I'm saying Ryan, Ryan Tannehill out of the four is the worst. But I'm not. You're trying to tell me that they're trying to sell like this story. Oh, Tennessee's got the best story. The but league they, wants. No, I, you boy, did you misinterpret? Tennessee has the worst story. Tennessee's okay. story is worse than the Bengals. Agreed. That's what I'm saying. They want sizzle and steak. So right. sizzle and steak is the Chiefs and the Bengals. Well, 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 yes, the Chiefs are the number one with no doubt. That's all Buffalo, sizzle and steak. Buffalo's probably number two. But you can't get both of them because obviously they play each other. Right, so. right. They're going to take each other out. So, yes, right. number three is the Bengals and number four is Tennessee. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like it might, you know, if you believe in those types of conspiracies, Oh, you know, no, the Bengals got this whatever call or whatever because that's what they want. They don't want Tennessee anywhere near the championship game because if they get in the championship game, God forbid they wind up in the damn Super Bowl. 
which yeah, would be awful. I mean, yeah, I, well, actually, they do. I mean, they, Julio Jones is on their team, but he's he, old and not that right. person anymore. And, there's no, right, they, not, there's and, nothing that they could sell on Tennessee. Nothing. Well, I mean, oh, weeks. I mean, oh boy, if oh boy, I hope he doesn't run us over. But if he's playing like he was before he got hurt, that's yeah. a selling point. I guess that but, that'd be hard to sell. But, that but right, time. but other than them two. Yeah, uh, and it's the and, and the Super Bowl's in averages what, and the Super Bowl's in 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 Los Angeles too, right? Right. Sizzle and steak. That's all right. they want. They do not right. want Tennessee right. anywhere the sizzle, Like the, the worst case steak, scenario, the sizzle and steak is you know the names that our mothers and sisters know, and that's yeah. Brady and and them exactly. folks. Right. And so the league is doing everything in their power. To make sure that they don't get a Tennessee and San Francisco Super Bowl, San like that would be the worst thing that could happen. Green Bay, the worst. The Rams. They cannot um, say Rams would be playing at home. The Rams would be playing at home. That's what they could sell. That it's plus all they, the largest market. But well, the, Ra- the Rams are loaded with talent too. Really. And stars, like, plenty of sizzle and steak. They're, yes. right. They're all right of all the teams of the eight remaining teams. The worst, the worst two are probably the Bengals and the Titans. So they will do their best to, if you believe in those kinds of conspiracies, to get who they want into that damn Super Bowl. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. All right, excellent music, man. I, it, isn't it too easy? I was thinking as I was prepping for the show, freaking Tennessee, Arrested Development. It's too easy. We ain't, we ain't a Tennessee. Uh, Take me to an yeah, sure, play them shit. They need. I saw my development at the zoo. So come on, I did. I'm not lying. They were what they were performing at the zoo, or they They were were hanging out at the zoo. Oh, okay. (laughs) Thought they were like hanging out, looking at the animals. I think Oprah was on with the group, but yeah, headliner was there. The the main dude. Oh yeah, wanting to call him. I don't know why I want to call him Tretch, but obviously that's not right. But anyway, um, <laughs> all right. So if you're on the podcast version, as the rest of development starts to play it out, won't you help me? I hate that song actually. Anyway, so I'm producer, this podcast is signing out. Shout out, Sandman. We know you living these 31 years of uh, relief off of our shoulders too, man. So we miss you, brother. We love you for sure. Uh, so yeah, as they start to play us out, I'm the producer of this podcast. Find it on Icon Site, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, rate, review, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast, um, uh, on the YouTube channel, all of those types of things. Uh, Hutch, go ahead and sign out. Um, peace to all. Peace and love. Yes. We'll see everybody, uh, Saturday night, eight o'clock, if my heart survives it. Yes, if my heart survives it. If we, if, yeah, if we, if we win, you'll definitely see us. And if yeah, you don't, it, you know the what? only way I would consider like not doing it is if they go out and uh, well, there's two of them. If they go out and embarrass themselves and get like one of them 45 to 12 m- moments, or if uh, Randy Bullock does beat them in the buzzer. Oh, that would be like awful. on like a 55 yard field goal or some bullshit. I, I'll be devastated at that point. Uh, I, I'll, need, would, a, right, I'll need a solid week to get over that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's house week. money. The anything can happen. Hey, we can win. We yeah. can win, Jesse. We can win. Yeah, yeah my early prediction the 27 23 Bengals, but we'll see how it goes. All right, we'll see everybody on the other side. Peace. Peace.
Yeah. <laughs> 